welcome to our continued look into the story of Genesis 12 and the, the call of Abram and Sarah. We're going to uh, be talking a little bit today about what Abraham's blessing is. Now, I talked a little bit in yesterday's video, and you can go back and watch that. I'll put a link to that below. Um, we talked yesterday in yesterday's video about how Abraham was the last one. All that was left of this family, all that was left of Noah's direct line was Abraham, Sarah, and Lot. And Abraham were not, and Sarah were not able to have children yet. And God calls out to them and says, go. You were, your family was headed to Canaan anyway. I'm sending you on. It's time for you to move. And so let's hear the story of what God tells them in response to their, their going. The Lord said to Abram, leave your land, your family, and your father's house for the land I will show you. I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name respected and you will be a blessing. Now it's possible that this is the most important verse, two verses in the Old Testament. Everything revolves around this. Everything is a linchpin. Everything else in the story is dependent upon these nine verses, 12, one through nine, but especially verses one and two. What we have here is God promising to Abram that he is going to be a great nation. Now this appears to be impossible. Abram and Sarah don't have any children of their own. They have a nephew Lot, but that doesn't really count. And so how is it possible that God is going to create a great nation? And so from two people who don't have any children. And so they laugh when they hear this promise, right? And eventually they have a son, Isaac, whose name means laughter. Isaac means laughter. And it does look silly on its face. It just looks ridiculous on its face. And so how is it that God is going to make Abram a big, a great nation? And his descendants will number the stars. Well, it's complicated. It's complicated. And all we have to do is turn the news on to find out how complicated it is. Because what actually happens is there are three faiths. There are three families that all link their traditions to Abraham and Sarah. You have Judaism and you have Islam, which is an Abrahamic faith. And you have Christianity, which is an Abrahamic faith. And both Islam and Christianity sort of came out of Judaism indirectly. Well, Christianity more directly than Islam did, but Islam respects and acknowledges the Abrahamic tradition of Judaism in its purest form. Now people corrupt things, people make things messy. Um, and so it's more complicated than that, of course, but in its purest form, we have three faiths, three great traditions that all link to, to the Abrahamic faith. And all told, there are about 3 billion people on our earth who are part of an Abrahamic faith. It's by far the greatest, by far the greatest, largest number of faith people. We have to wonder, did God mean that they were all going to be, all these faiths were going to be linked to Abraham and that's what a great nation was? Because part of the problem is that people in each of these faith traditions have laid a claim to the land where Abraham goes. If we hear a little bit more in the story, Abram took his wife, Sarah, his nephew, Lot, set out for the land of Canaan. And when they arrived in Canaan, Abraham traveled through the land as far as the sacred place at Shechem. And the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I give this land to your descendants. So which ones? <laughs> which descendants? 
And there are already Canaanites living in the land. We're told that in the story too. So they also have a claim to this land. So that is the root of all of the trouble. All of the trouble. Because each of these traditions, each of these faiths, each of these people groups have a claim to the land. They have a claim to the land, a historical ancestral claim to the land. And we don't always agree on how that's going to work. There is a, a country, a political entity, there's a religious entity, there's historical people there, there's all kinds of stuff. And it's not so simple. It's not easy to just say, this is a simple solution. This is the way it is because it's complicated. And it doesn't fall on ethnic lines either because there are Arab Christians, there are Jewish people, there are non-Arab Christians, there are non-religious people there. And so it's all just a big pot waiting to boil over almost all of the time. And all of them have a rooted claim here in this story. But I don't think that what God meant to Abram is your legacy is going to be fighting and war and disagreement. And I also think we need to approach it with a little bit of humility. It's been happening. This is a conflict that has raged for centuries, four, five, six thousand years. And nothing we do is going to end that in an easy manner. But I do think we all need to recognize that we are the same family of God. That we all are different expressions. We all trace our roots back to the one ancestor of Abram to Noah. And so all of us, all of us are seeking God and all of us lay claim to the same roots. So maybe we can approach each other a little differently, have a little bit more respect for each other, a little bit more of an open heart and an open mind. Maybe we can find value in each other. And in that way, we can be blessings. Come back tomorrow when we talk a little bit about election and what calling really means. God bless. There's a place I know for certain I will someday see when I lay down my burden.